This is Stu Strauss, the Woodsman, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Good day, it is 10.01 a.m. Today is uh, March 29th. You can hear the world out there buzzing about. Let me give you an update here. Um, On my last podcast, I was telling you about how a neighbor across the way moved in. I don't even see the other neighbor move out. This is how fast this happened. There used to be all these plants that were in the house. Now, when I'm out on the balcony, I do my best to not look in the direction of these picture windows, of these windows of these, this, in this, at this apartment complex that's right across the way. So whenever I'm out there um, drawing, just petting the cats, I do whatever I can to not look in that direction. I don't want these people to think I'm looking in their windows or something. So, but the but the one window over there had all these plants that were in a window in the in the windows. There was activity in there. There was a guy and a girl. So, what happened was all of a sudden they disappear, and then one day I see this person in the window. Like I don't know if it looked like they were painting it or something, but everything was cleared out of there. And then a few days after that. I think I was describing, there's this table, this brown table that's in there. There's a light on that's on all the time, a yellowish kind of hue. It reminds me of something that you'd walk into, like an old library or my grandparents' house. Or just very wooden, very, almost like a classic kind of vibe about it. Vintage, I don't even want to use that word, but um, I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect anything less if I were to glance in there and happen to see a Victrola. So, so one day the curtains were closed. Now, I haven't seen any activity, nothing going on in there, nothing going on in there. So, like if I look straight on, you don't see anything. There's just the window. There's a, there's a curtain over it now. So every other day, it seems, the curtain is closed. Most of the time, though, the curtain is open. And there's no activity going on in there. So the update for today is the curtains are closed. The curtains are, in fact, closed. Wow. Um, I found all these old voice messages. I've started incorporating them uh, again into the podcast that were recorded on my on an old phone. I've got so many voice memos to myself on so many different things. Um, I found this whole list said voice or no, no, it was just recordings. So I started listening to them. So I'm starting to integrate them into the podcast. So who knows what this next one is going to be, but let's see what happens when we we weave it on. And thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that you are bending your ear to me. I was checking the stats here actually on um, my podcast and it shows, I'm still trying to figure this out. So in the past seven days, I've got 39 new people listening over the past, over the past seven days, 39 people 
who've never heard this before are listening to this, and maybe this is you right now listening. It says my estimated audience is 18. So there are 18 of you listening diligently. Oh, average numbers of plays for each of my episodes after 30 days after publishing. So 30 days after publishing. Okay, okay. so this is showing me that 18 listens per podcast episode over the past 30 days. And I have 535, I think this one might be 537. Number 537. Because I think 536 is going to be one of my first um, podcasts that features both both Cristo Rapolo and Martin Schmidt. Cristo Rapolo is the man who has seen tons of UFOs. Martin Schmidt is the man who restored the Golden State Theater. Both of them have such deep dives into their passions. I cannot wait to. Well, you're, you've probably listened to it at this point if you're hearing this. So that's 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 flabbergasting my brain 18 per episode i don't know what that math is right now 18 times 530 let's just do that that's 9612 people per month basically listening is that what that means See, <clears throat> it's when I find myself getting caught up in stats, thinking, oh, let's look at the analytics here. What kind of people are listening? I looked on Spotify, and that has different stats on it. Here on Anchor, it's showing me that I have mostly uh, let's see. Oh. female, 57% male. So um, Spotify shows there are a lot more women listening to this. So hello. Hello to you and yours. It's when I find myself looking into those things and, and, and pondering those things. I think it's like when I do that, then I start finding myself going... Oh wow, I've got people listening to this. And then but then at that same time there's that there's that uh knowledge that harkens back to me from from yesteryear when my mom would take me around to auditions as a child actor model throughout Chicago and she'd always say, Kurt, you are no better than any of the other kids you go to school with. Just because you're on these cereal boxes and in these catalogs and you're doing this stuff, do not get get a big head. That's what she would say. Do not get a big head. Do not, you know, just be humble. So I've I've had that in my brain for all this time. And so for the longest time, I wouldn't find myself taking, I don't want to say not taking credit, but really not doing much celebration of 
crossing a threshold of, 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 of crossing a, a, you know, I'll say a finish line, a goal, uh, crossing the goal, I wouldn't really allow myself to celebrate it that much because I didn't want the focus being put on me. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. So it's been a long, it's, it, it's been tricky throughout the years trying to accept compliments even. So, so then, so then I got good at accepting compliments without feeling um, like it was necessary for me to say something back. That's a test right there. If you really love someone, can you say I love you to them without expecting to hear them say I love you back? Are you expecting to hear them say I love you back? Was your love a gift or was it a, you know, I'm expecting to hear this or maybe I'm just saying I love you to you just so I can hear you say I love you to me. But I love you is a gift. It is a gift to be given. If, if there's an expectation of something in return, then it's not true love. Then it's not actually what love is. I'm telling you what you already know. But being in that habit, when people say I love you to you, do you feel compelled to have to say I love you back to them? Do you feel worried that they're going to be worried if you don't say I love you back to them? Let, let that love, that gift that's being given to you or, or that you give to someone you say I love you, give that to them as a gift and do not expect to hear them go, I love you back. There's a woman I told I love you to who I said, listen, I'm going to tell you something and this is a gift. I'm not expecting something in return. I love you. <laughs> this is for you. I love you. And I'm telling you that I love you because it's true. I'm not telling you I love you because I'm waiting to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> so it, it takes, um, it takes, uh, in that moment when that happens, it takes a very brave heart <laughs> to either not expect to hear I love you back from them uh, or to not feel obligated or I should say act upon that, that, that guilt of that obligation of saying I love you back. It's going to take a lot to just let someone tell you I love you and, and for you just to go ahead and just take it. That's the same thing for a compliment. Someone is handing you a compliment. It is a gift. It's a gift. When they say, I love your smile. Thank you. Thank you. That makes me feel really good. Thank you. You don't have to say, oh, I love your smile too. Because then it's disingenuous. I mean, yes, they might have a nice smile. You might like it. However, tell them that they have a nice smile when it's not in the same moment that you have a nice smile. 
It's like, uh, let's say if you go, let's say if it's like someone having a wedding and um, the, the best man or the best bridesmaid makes, makes their speech about them and not about the bride or not about the groom. They make it about them. Oh, yes, and everybody was always telling me, hey, Frank, you're so funny. You know, you're so funny, Frank. People are always telling me that. When I met Stu over there, the groom-to-be, he was always telling me, Frank, you're so funny. You know, someday you're going to talk at my wedding, Frank. You know, and so here I am. I'm glad I get to share this with you. Because, you know, I'm a funny guy. I got fun falling out of my sleeves. Fun, 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 fun. There it is, see? See? Fun, fun, fun. See that? It's falling out of my sleeves. It's falling on the ground, bouncing on the ground. Fun, fun, fun. So he says, yeah, Frank. And I says, yeah. I'll come to your wedding. I'll steal your bride. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Barbara. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But you can meet me in the coat room in five. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know? It's when they make it about them. So, you know, someone gives you a compliment. Go ahead and take it. Someone tells you, I love you. Say thank you. Thank you. I feel it. Thank you. Oh, I feel it. Thank you. And, and then if they sit there in silence and they go, well... Aren't you going to tell, tell me I love you back to me? And you could tell them, love is a gift. When you said I love you to me, did you give it to me as a gift? Free of charge? No expectation? Or were you hoping for me to say I love you back to you? Because now I'm questioning your motives behind telling me why you love me. I suddenly got an image in my brain of like the two guys in uh, Princess Bride where they're, they're like, what, what, they're doing the poison, right? They're flipping the poison back and forth. No, you're making me think that that's not the poison because you know that that's the poison over there and I'm going to try to take that. But you knew that I was going to think that, so I'll switch it. And now you've got the poison. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's see what's coming up next. Shall we? Inspirado Projecto. This is about a rich man who uh, goes out of his house because something has happened to his servants. For some reason, his servants are not there that day. So he has to go get food for the cat. So he's walking through a, a grocery store. He's never really been in one. He's looking for cat food. <clears throat> and this is the song because it's par partially musical, right? So he's got his top hat on. He's very, like, gentlemanly. But he's, you know, he, he doesn't do this, right? So he's like, Oh, we are, oh, we are, has the cat field gone? Oh, we are, oh, we are, can it be? Oh, we are, oh, we are, has the cat field gone? Oh, we are, oh, we are, can it be? <laughs>
survivors in what appears to be an age-old fight against a kind of darkness in the woods surrounding this town. This is clearly a place that inspires dreaming about darkness and light. And who knows what dreams are real. Deputy Hawk spoke tonight of a soul that wanders. A dream soul. A Blackfoot legend. With her burial today, I hope Laura's spirit finds more peace wherever it is now than it did in its brief time on this earth. Inspirato, what do you think about upgrading? Have you upgraded recently? Like I upgraded, got a new computer, but I still have my old computers. Do you want to upgrade? Like my Commodore 64. Thank you, thank you, man behind the machine, for entering in such a very important question. I think it's it's good for all of us to kind of ponder this idea of planned obsolescence. At what point in life did we become okay with that as just a as just a thing? You know, that kind of expression. Oh, it's planned obsolescence. Uh, you know, uh, that's how it is. Uh, you just have to buy another new, another one in the year. And it's like, why are you okay with that? You know, like, why are we okay with planned obsolescence? It's just like that idea when people go, oh, don't worry, it's just business. Well, hold on a second. So then ethics that you normally feel as a human being and you treat others with, let's say if you treat... The, to, you know, you follow the golden rule, and then when you and then when you don't do that, you don't follow the golden rule within business. Then you're like, oh, don't worry, it's business ethics. This is a separate thing. We can still be friends, uh, but that's just business. I'm gonna have to take sixty percent. What? What's going on here? So anyway, by the way, you heard Dale Cooper there um, giving some of his memoir. There's a whole series of. Um, tapes that came out long ago called um, I don't know there's some tapes that came out during Twin Peaks time and it was a lot of like really cool stuff some stuff that was taken audio that was directly off the TV show but also just extra stuff that he added to it and uh, what I what you just heard there was something that I just uh, recorded straight off of uh, the TV so back to man behind the machine with this idea of technology it's interesting, you know, don't, don't we always see that? Every, um, you give it a couple of decades, it seems, and then, you know, then that, those fashions or those things that were popular at the time will then re-emerge. Re um, at this point, there's kind of a recycling going on between the 60s, 70s, 80s, 
will we dip back in, you know, like they did with the swing era? There was a lot of the swing, swing bands coming out, people really starting to learn uh, swing dancing and stuff. That was close. That was close. Are we going to dip back into, you know, are we going to dip in like, let's say, a 1920s vaudevillian vibe? I feel that's on the horizon. I want to see that. People wearing bowler hats, suits, um, gals and dresses. Just gentlemanly. Just good nature to each other. Um, polite. People polite. Being polite to each other, imagine. Uh... But Commodore 64, you know, a lot of people now, they're diving back into that older technology. You see all the time they'll have these things. I mean, how much was Atari 2600 when that first came out? How much was the Commodore 64 when that first came out? That that computer. You know, in these days, if you were to go back and buy those things, they're a lot cheaper now. Heck, you could go, you could get a Commodore 64 and it's got all of these games loaded onto it. You're like, okay, it's only 25 bucks. And you're thinking, what? What? For all of that, the system and the games, the heck, this crazy. Uh, but more and more people are dipping back into that. Pe- more people are getting back to their record um, players, I'm noticing. More people listening to their Walkmans, their cassette players. Um, something that's puzzling me that I'm noticing is that somehow I, my buddy signed me up to his family plan so I can listen to the to iTunes whenever I want. But, dude, I don't know if you noticed this. You being a sound guy, have you noticed that the songs they're putting on iTunes are different versions of the songs that we grew up with? Are you noticing the differences and the changes? And I noticed this before they made an announcement. Because at some point there was an announcement like saying, oh, yeah, we got this new technology now with our speakers. It, it enhances the sounds. You hear all this stuff. My, my guess was that they were saying that as a way of throwing off your ears and tricking you into believing that it was the same old songs, but it's just just because now that they've got this new sound thing, you're going to hear this new stuff. Maybe part of it is a new sound thing. I do, I do leave enough room for that. Yes, of course. However, I'm talking my own ears. I, for instance, Black Star by David Bowie. I listened, when that first came out, this was back in the day when, when you could just upload entire albums to YouTube. Remember that? They would just have entire albums. There's tons of Beatles stuff, tons of great stuff. And they started taking them down. Or if they got them up there, there's ads attached to each of these things. Um, but I would listen to David Bowie's Black Star over and over and over. I couldn't get enough of it. I loved it, loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And, you know, a few months ago or something, I was, I was like, oh, let's listen to Blackstar. And there are some different things. I'm talking different voice inflections, different, like, like, different things in that song. Um, I was listening to the song, da-da-da, magic, da-da-da, you're the who can put out the fire, do 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 I was listening to that. Uh, that Oh, no, 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 it wasn't that. No, it was the other magic. Oh, 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 it's magic. Yeah, there's something different about that version. There's something different about Young the Giant. If you're a Young the Giant fan, um, I had that CD. I would listen to that CD all the time. Then I listened to it on iTunes. I'm like, wait, this is not the same song. Because now it, it, because what's tricky is, 
like I'm talking the voice inflections and, and, and specific, you know, when you listen to something enough, you start really noticing, you really know the behavior of it. You know what's going on. You know all the twists and turns. Um, you know, if you like, if you take a, if you're always taking road trips in the same areas, you're going to know those roads back and forth. Uh, so when something pops up, you're going to notice it. you would be like, wait, who planted that red tree that was never there? That's not a tree that turns red. What, how did that get there? You're going to notice this stuff. So I'm curious if you notice this too. With, um, you know, I don't know if this is only an iTunes thing, exclusively iTunes. Maybe they go back in the archives and they, they look up, um, they go right off the soundboard and they use different takes. That's possible. That's possible. And they just pretend it's remastered. But have you noticed that? I don't know if they do that for Amazon Music. I don't know. But that's something that's just been, it just, it keeps popping up in my brain, especially if we're in the tour van or going places and a song will be on a radio and I'm like, wait a second. They added other extra drums to this song, but they're calling it the same song. Or there's an echo on the song now that wasn't there before or what have you. So it's very, very strange. Very, very, very strange. Uh, by the way, I came across a phenomenal, all thanks to Lawrence August. Um, I came across a great band called Wet Leg. They don't have the full album out yet. I'm, I was listening to it on iTunes. I think they got like five songs. But dude, it's like, it's like punk rock slightly. The funny thing was I was recently listening to Sonic Youth. This reminds me like of kind of a Sonic Youth slight bits of it it's kind of it's kind of lazy it's uh uh it's it's clunky very artistic i love it it's great wet leg um but yeah commodore 64 i loved my commodore 64 oh my gosh zach mccracken and the alien mindbenders maniac mansion um so you're asking about technology. I hold on to my technology as long as I can until I need to, until it doesn't work anymore. Um, I've been that way. I was raised that way to appreciate what I got and for as long as it's around for. If I don't, you know, if I don't need to turn in or upgrade something, that's what's so funny. Like, I'll hear I'll hear people talking about like, oh yeah, I got the latest, you know, it's got, it's got, you know, one terabyte of memory on my phone and da 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 It's got this high power camera, but these are people who aren't even using the capabilities of what that thing can do. So to them, they're just excited about the buzzwords. Someone, you know, I mean, congratulations on the, on the advertise for the advertisers, the marketers, e-gads, great job for you. You know, you've, you've planted this technological talk uh, is just such a commonplace nomenclature now within society that they're talking gigabytes and terabytes and who would have thought that the everyday person would even know what RAM or ROM is um, or you know talking in megabytes or you know this thing has much more memory oh no this thing shoots in 60 frames per second in in uh, 10k yeah oh do you ever so do you ever shoot stuff with that Oh, no, no, no. I just put it on uh, 
480p on just yeah no i i try not to take up memory but you just got done telling me it, it has like a terabyte of memory yeah yeah but still i don't i don't really and then when they turn it in then when they turn in that phone it's like it's like oh my gosh dude you had this thing a year or less and just because now this new thing is out i think there's there's something that surrounds like the technological thing of people making fun of each other for not having you know, there's always there's always some kind of rivalry of some sort that people conjure up. There's always some kind of thing. You know, people people who have iPhones make fun of people who have Androids. People who have Androids make fun of people who have iPhones. None of it is necessary, but somehow it sprouted up into that area. Um, but yeah, I, to answer your question, I still have... Um, Xbox 360, another kind of Xbox. Um, I have something called the Retron, and that can I can put uh, Nintendo cartridges in there. I got Spy versus Spy. So, um, oh, I I just love video games so much that I. I try as hard as I can to, like, not play them. Unless I get a video game from Emily Morganti um, that I do reviews of. Like, I recently did Sam and Max Beyond Time and Space. I did that review. That's great. Um, so I'll play those video games. But as for Skyrim, oh, my God. I have, I have a game right now where I'm trapped in this cave. At the, it's, like, the final boss of this particular thing. And I just cannot seem to beat this thing. Uh, so it's been kind of there in limbo for probably a year now because I just love those areas so much. Skyrim, I remember, uh, I used to have Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I would play that all the time. Oh, I love those worlds. Anyway, I hope that answers your question. And now, let's listen to something else that I've, I've dug up in the archives. I don't know what this is going to be yet. But like I said, I'm going through old voice memos, and uh, let's see what this is going to be. Thank you, man, behind the machine, for calling in. Thank you for your contribution. This is just a reminder for that idea for the Temple of Doom, a man who actually has a, a tattoo of doom on, on his temple. A live-action movie with a person who ends up getting a hold of some sort of weapon or some kind of tool that enables them to zap the person into a cartoon and then that person disappears into a whole other dimension that's a cartoon dimension.
time traveler who goes back in time and kidnaps himself so he can teach himself all of the completely brilliant things that he wished he knew when he was that age. Da 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 What you heard there has been previously uh, recorded, probably around 2018, maybe before that. Who knows? Anyway, it's now 3:58 p.m. It's um, the 29th of March, and I, I I am now starting to see a little bit more life going on in that room. Still, I see no human activity. Oh. They see me. That's the other thing. Do they see me looking out my window at them? But there are there are uh, plants in the windows again. But it still looks like a set in there. Are there are there plants on that table? Have these people gone out of town while some remodeling was going on in their place? Uh, did they just get a whole bunch of new furniture? It's a, it's a, it's a it's an ongoing mystery, and I promise to keep you abreast of all of it. 
And now back to some more, um, some, some more voice memos. By the way, you just heard a, uh, you just heard a, um, it was during a Yachtly Cruise show. And I think there was a laundry room there. You could hear Philly singing in the background. But what you're about to hear is like a three-minute, um, this, I, I, I'm, I'm just blown away. This is, this is from a wizard walk. This is where I first met Reverend Mark and Tara of Terra. This was a piece from that night. By the way, um, I do have that podcast available. I've got so much stuff that I've recorded with Tara and Mark, and they've been so patient. Nobody's, you know, gone crazy about getting me, asking me to get that footage out there. I'm so grateful for that. Um, so I will, I will, I will release that um, because the previous podcast that you heard before this one was, in fact, Martin Schmidt. Just a reminder, and Cristo Rapolo, That was the that was number one of those. So that will be a series. So in between there, I'm going to release the Tara and Mark st- uh, audio. The audio from when I was out giant rock with Mark, walking through the desert. Consider it sort of like a Gonzo journalism type of uh, situation. Uh. All right, so here we go. Here's some more voice memos, and uh, you get to hear like a three-minute. Just pretend you are there with us, all right? There's the Wizard of L.A. who's got purple hair and a a top hat, purple top hat, um, with wands, a magic wand. There's Reverend Mark with Cosmic Flute. There is Lumi. Lumi. The illuminated... Uh, Pyramid. Oh, Lumi. So much fun. So much fun. Just, 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 um, you know, stirring up, stirring up the craziness. I had so much fun. Anyway, you get to know, hear it too. All right, on with the show. Thanks for listening to Inspirado Projecto. Ecto, ecto. Movie about a substitute teacher who, uh, sees you know 10 years pass he's a 6th and 8th grade uh, teacher he's done this for 10 years met tons of kids um, say goodbye to tons of them now fast forward to 10 years later it's him walking through the same town near where the schools were that he substitute taught and uh, these kids are now grown, and he starts seeing them uh, out and about. He sees them on the subways, he sees them on the buses, he sees them uh, in the uh, grocery stores. Note to self, make sure to take all those micro cassettes that I have, and the cassettes that the Wisniewskis have for their idea. You know what idea I'm talking about. Um, transfer them digitally. Also, go through the four-track files on the four-track machine. Transfer those. Also, record. Record on that four-track. It's essential.
do it like that. Good sound. Ooh, it's like the rainfalls. Here's the update on the neighbors. Uh, the curtains are open. Uh, the things in there that make it look like it's an antique, you know, set are still there. The, the brown table. Uh, the brown lamp. Now there's a plant in the window. And the curtain is open. The curtain was closed earlier. I still have yet to see a person inside. It's very per very perplexing. What do you think? Marky, Marky, what do you think? What do you think? What are your thoughts? Huh? What are your thoughts? 
so yeah, um, just want to report to you that I still have not seen any signs of, I've seen, I've seen signs, signs of life, I've not seen life though, I mean, the human in there, maybe it's not a human at all that moved in there, maybe it's an invisible entity, or an entity that's vibrating at a faster frequency, so, that's a possibility. But, um, do you have any curious things like that happening in your neighborhood? I'm always, uh, I'm always wondering about that. Anyway, thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Thursday to play in Tempe, Arizona with the Atley crew. Um, I do believe we're playing at the Pala Casino again. If mem- memory serves me. Oh, the Marquee. That's what it is. Marquee Theater. Tempe. That's right. That's right. And then on the 6th, we'll be playing in Palm Beach, Florida. How cool is that? And then the 9th at San Marcos, California. So we'll be leaving on Thursday because we got the show on the 1st. And so um, instead of rushing out there April 1st, we thought we'd go out there the night before and then come back on, on the 2nd. So... Jenny will be here taking care of these little these little guys. These little muskrats. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, what's fun is um I've already recorded the first first episode with that that's sharing both Cristo Rapolo and Martin Schmidt on that podcast so that first one is out Golden Heroes I think I'm calling it the Golden Heroes um And, yeah, so that's out. If you've listened to that, you'll notice just how awesome these these passions were. These people, just these guys, they just followed their passions. They followed their hearts. They followed their intuition. And look at all this interesting stuff that came about. Just intrigues me. Intrigues me. Anyway, um... Let's see what Maria Humphreys has to say. Ooh, ooh, I forgot to tell you that I added a little bit of live Yachtly crew 
Yachtly crew from the Canyon Club from your show a couple of weeks ago. I added it to the tail end of the Weed in Amsterdam episode, just so you know. You know how I am. I love mixing it all up. So I put some Yachtly crew in there with the Galactic Weed Mix. (laughs) What kind of brew am I concocting today? Maria, I've just met a podcaster named Maria, and every time she laughs, she knows it makes me laugh as well. Maria, meditate and make more movies. Make another episode and tweet and Facebook more. Updates, Maria. You seem to be everywhere, Maria, 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 Maria. Say it loud, and there's music playing. Say it soft, and it's almost like praying. Maria, I just met a podcaster named Maria. (laughs) I've always loved that musical. I still have not seen the uh, new version yet. But man, just ask the Outley crew guys. Since the beginning of time, uh, at the sound checks, I'm usually heard here. They usually hear me singing West Side Story. Jingles and jangles. Um, listen to Maria's podcast, Strong Body, Strong Soul, that is also on Anchor and everywhere else that you can hear podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Breaker, Streaker, Overcast, jeez, uh, all over the place. All the place. You can hear hear her podcast all over the place, as well as her videos all over YouTube. Um, she's she's on all the social networks. I, honest to God, I don't know how you do it, Maria. I don't know how you do it. It's funny because I'll sit down to reply to comments. I rarely go on a Facebook anymore. So if you see me comment on something that you commented on and I reply months later, now you know. Uh... I, it's, I spend a lot of time in the comments section. Um, only recently, you know, I mean, I, I, it, it took me a while to just get comfortable with just leaving just simply some emojis in there rather than a sentence or a paragraph. Remember, the comments section are also like an art form, you know? Comments aren't... You know, oh, those are just the comment section. Oh, those are just, yeah, it's just a reply. Oh, it's just an email. And I'm not saying this necessarily to you, Maria, but I'm just kind of jamming on the, on the what if, you know, on the, the idea here that it's funny how a lot of folks do not consider themselves to be writers. And yet they're always writing. Oh, I could, oh, no, no, I could never write a book. Well, how many emails did you send over the past week? How many, how many pages of emails have you sent? Oh, probably about three or four hundred emails. Well, that's a three or four hundred page book. <laughs> that's, that's right there. 
that's a book. How many comments did you leave on your TikTok comments, on your Twitter comments, on your Facebook comments? I mean, there's so many social networks. Tumblr, you know, there's so many different uh, social networks out there. YouTube. So, but then on top of that, you want to have room for for creating uh, but then also I've been finding myself on the phone a lot more. That's the other thing too is I try not to talk on the phone because I know when I get on the phone, I just keep jabbering. So just like video games. So get me away from the phone. <laughs> Listen to Maria's podcast, Strong Body, Strong Soul. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. In fact, you will learn something and you will... You will exit your experience feeling enlightened and that you've learned something, something you did not know before. I remember when I first heard your voice, Maria, I thought, she has got like one of those WKRP in Cincinnati voices. She's one of those DJs in the 70s. I could totally imagine just rocking the, you know, or even as early as, you know, I would say, I would say 60s and 70s DJ. Because I can imagine you blasting all the Laurel Canyon stuff. You know, this next one from Jimi Hendrix. Next up, the monkeys. After that, we got some Leonard Skinner. <laughs> yeah, you got a great voice. Great voice for radio. Great personality for everything. Everything, everything. Take care. Here's your fun fact. You pay to have your star on the Walk of Fame in Hollywood. $30,000 to be precise. Stay tuned to Inspirado Projecto for more fun facts. Hello. Goodbye. Scratchy, roaring, booming Crewmates are ungluing out beyond
out beyond We can't pretend This just might be the end We cannot leave We've still got something Hiding up our sleeve Let's tame the beast, we'll give it what it needs. Break out the band, we'll sing and right to sleep. Almighty Leviathan from the darkest ocean. Substitute harpoons and guns for harmonies and melodic fun. It is now 8.29 in the p.m. It is 3.30.2022. I'm leaving tomorrow for uh, the Marquee Theater. So, yeah, we're leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, tomorrow, for that, our show's the next day. Then we're coming back the day after that. Now, this is just a quick update about the neighbor. Now... Remember I was telling you there was a perpetual light on going on in there? And the, and the, and the curtain was closed for the longest time? Uh, but then sometimes it would be open. Well, okay, now the lights are off. But I noticed last time I glanced, there were plants in the windows. Still no sign of human beings in there. So the mystery is still unfolding. Also, thank you for that phenomenal... Um, tidbit, that phenomenal fun fact about Hollywood stars. I had no idea. I had no idea. Samantha Light, Samantha Jane Light, my cohort in creating Wisefinger. <clears throat> if you'd like to see any of the t-shirts, shoes, skateboards that Samantha Light has designed with my art and her phenomenal photographs, check out Wisefinger Lab. Dot threadless.com she's an amazing director if you live in New York um, you can rent studio space Dream Beings Inc look it up online Dream Beings I-N-C um, also I want to take the time right now to thank Steve Peters for the promo thank you 
to Stu Strauss, the woodsman from Twin Peaks, for opening this whole thing up with your promo. Thank you for Christor, for your cooperation. Everybody check out ChristorInc.com. ChristorInc, C-R-Y-S-T-O-R-E-I-N-C.com. That's different than DreamBeingsInc.com. D-R-E-A-M-B-E-I-N-G-S-I-N-C.com. Uh, oh, you also heard a song called Out Beyond. Out Beyond. That was, that's a rough draft. That was created 8-19-2016, believe it or not. As I told you, I've been going through the, the old archives of all these old voice me- memos to myself. And look at, little did I realize that way back then, I'd be able to pull out of these archives all these things to be able to utilize for a podcast. You know, this is truly a variety show. So, um, out beyond. I just like this idea of, you know, these sailors, like it's like one of those things, like a perfect storm and these sailors are out there and it's like cold out at night. It's desolate out there. There's strange sounds, weird stuff. And all of a sudden it's raining out there. And you see on the horizon this big beast. Like, I'm just imagining like it lightning out there. And I just see like this, the light, you know, lightning. You just see like bits and pieces of this thing. They're tentacles. It's just like, it's just like gurgling. It's got like, you know, it's, it's part fish, part, part kraken, part, you know, dare I say human. But it's just out there and it's like, but it turns out that all the guys on the ship are a band. So maybe, you know, maybe they're on their way to some kind of, um, you know, maybe they're on their way to play someplace. Maybe they are a wedding band. Maybe they're on their way to go play for the king and queen. I don't know, but that's, that's, you know, that could be anything. But these guys... They decide, you know, they don't have guns. They don't have, let's not use harpoons. There's no way to try to kill this thing. What if we just lullaby this thing to sleep? You know, what if we just kind of, you know, what if there's a way to lullaby this thing with our instruments? And then it just becomes our friend. Um, what had popped up into my brain concerning this, this, um, the song, and I'll redo this. I'm just giving you a, a riff. I want you to hear the, the idea of a pro, the process. Yeah, six years old. Isn't that interesting? 2016. Um, so, I just imagine this whole sequence. You know, the part where there's the air trumpet. That's like just them all, like, just joining in, just playing this beautiful thing. But what had popped into my brain concerning the creation of this, oh, this song, oh, I just stubbed my knee. Have you ever done that? I know, stubbing your toe sucks. And sometimes you stub your knee, and there's like this, like, it's just like, whoa, you feel it go through my body. It's like definitely not similar to the funny bone, but it's like, whoa. 
Oh my gosh. So, um, what had popped in my brain was I was thinking about that movie. I remember seeing this when I was substitute teaching one time. Um, uh, Alamo? Alamo. And I remember when I was substitute teaching one time, we had to watch that movie. And there's this beautiful scene in there. Oh, my God. I kept playing it for every class. I kept, every time, every time it got to this scene, I said, hold on, we got to watch that again. Hold on, we got to watch that again. Hold on, we got to watch that again. And even the classes, because sometimes I'd substitute teach for a class and like, um, but it was like different subjects in some of the classes throughout the day. So only certain classes would be watching it, but I'd still show the same specific scene to the other classes. And it's this, this is the scene. There's a part where I think it's Daniel Boone. Is it Daniel Boone or Davy Crockett? Oh, I always get those guys mixed up. Daniel Boone or Davy Crockett. Anyway, uh, or is it John Bowie? (laughs) Is it John Bowie, Daniel Boone or Davy Crockett? Billy Bob Thornton plays him. But there's this time where these these guys are shooting at each other, shooting cannons and all this stuff at each other. And he notices that the, the guys on the other side are playing, like they've got like a band over there. You know, bum, 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 bum. and so it's like they got like the drums, they got all this stuff. He realizes he's got his violin so he's back there behind his, you know, secure behind this wall. And he start, and, and he hears them play. And then he starts playing violin along with them. He starts jamming along with them. And it becomes this peaceful moment between one side and the other side. And they find commonality between music. And you think that would be the end of the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, that would be the end. To me, that's like the wild card. That's like the draw four wild card in a situation. The X factor. Dun, dun, dun. Like, what? I didn't know you had a Joker card up your sleeve. Hold on. You got a royal flush of Jokers? What are you doing? That's a hole in one, buddy. That's a hole in one. You hit the, you hit the goal post. Um... Slam dunked it. You slam dunked it. <laughs> so I thought that was such a beautiful moment. Every time I saw that, I was just crying. I was just like, whoa, tears of joy. So I showed it to all these students. And they they didn't see the con... Uh, see, I don't think I showed them the context of it. So I couldn't expect them to like fully ingest what I was trying to... like the sentiment that I was truly trying to introduce them to and get into that, into that vibe of. So I don't know if I hit the mark or not. I just don't know. But the main point is, you know, heck, maybe as I'm talking about this right now, maybe the reason why I'm talking about this right now is because there's some student out there who's talking about that specific moment in time, telling someone what happened. Wouldn't that be cool? Anyway, um, that's what's going on. So I think this is the last of it. This is the last of it. So thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto. And remember, if you want to add 
if you want to participate in something like this, please, please go to go to anchor.fm slash Inspirato Projecto. And there is a button there where you can hit voice message. And when you do that, it will let you leave a message for me. And when you leave that message for me, it alerts me to your existence. And then I can take that message and slip it right in here, just like I did with Samantha's. So, oh, also, if you feel better with leaving a message on a voicemail. Now, with this voice message on here, you get one minute. However, if you want to leave me a longer message, you can call the special hotline. It's a voicemail. I promise no one will pick it up. You don't have to be embarrassed, but just tell the story. You could do it anonymously, or you can give your name. It doesn't matter. Um, we do not require your home address, your phone number. We do not require... We, we here at Inspirato Projecto Productions do not require any of that stuff. We don't care. We don't care. I don't want to look at your library card, for crying out loud. It's not required. It's not required. Get that driver's license out of my face. It's not required. Come on. Ah, get your Blockbuster membership card out of my face. It ain't required. I'm telling you, it ain't required. <laughs> but you could call up 561-203-9179. Let's see if I can improvise that really quick on the guitar. Five, five, five. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. Five, six, one, two, zero, my friend how are you doing congratulations on all the awesome things you've been doing this last year or so well I guess like forever <laughs> it's been a long time I hope you're doing good and I look forward to maybe crashing the show one of these days if you ever make it back to the Arizona neighborhoods anyway I hope you have a stellar stellar show Thank you all for joining Inspirato Projecto. Love you, my friend.
Wowzers, you snuck right in there. I was just, I was just uh, sifting through my segments and editing this episode, and all of a sudden it showed me that there was a notification, and you just sent me this notification. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm putting, I'm shuffling you right in here. You just, you just came right in here, just right at the, at the, uh, right at the edge, like just. Um, I'm getting images of Indiana Jones. Remember when he, he, when he's jumping for the whip, and then he. And then all of a sudden, the wall goes down. That's what you just did right now. <laughs> you did it. You did it. You you slid right in there. Slid right into home base. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm leaving the 31st. We're going out to Tempe, Arizona. We're playing Marquee Theater on the 1st. And uh, I'd love to see you out there. And thank you, by the way, for all the wonderful compliments. Thank you for, for watching the journey on Instagram. Um, by the way, um, if you're listening to this episode uh, and you want to become friends with me on inst- Instagram, that too is Inspirato Projecto, believe it or not. Also, TikTok, by the way, is Inspirato Projecto. However, Twitter, Inspirato Project, it would not let me put the whole word in there. I N S P I R A D O P R O J E C. Uh, but Inspirato Projecto, all one word. That's the email too at Gmail, Inspirato Projecto Gmail. dot com. So, um, thank you, thank you for 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 watching the journey, watching things unfold, and and wanting to see the show. Please come on out, please, please. I want to. We want to yacht rock your aqua socks off. <laughs> And, sp- and splash you with love songs. Splash you with love songs. And good vibes. All right. Take care. Ah. Oh. Take care. You are so fun. When you're lost, who do you want to find you? In what form does this creature manifest? And at what time in the night does he come for you? Every year, millions of hardworking Americans experience cosmic encounters with moderate to severe disorientation. Crystor can help. Crystor is a handheld calcite defibrillator capable of generating surges and binary distress signals throughout the Sigma Quadrant. Crystor is not for everyone. Some aquatic mammals have experienced dizziness and confusion while using Crystor. Side effects do include blood glow, tear mist, and purpling of the skin and eyes. Tell your doctor if you are pregnant and have not had intercourse within the past 18 months, or if you are nursing and have no children of your own. Crystor has not been approved for simians or micropachyderms. Ask your shaman if Crystor is right for you. Isn't it your turn to bear the crystal? Hi, this is Steve Peters, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Thank you.